Yo, what's up, pimp? This threats. That's right. This the this this threats, pimp. And I'm serious about mine. I'm so sincere. Nigga, I, nigga, I'll kill you. I'll chop you up, put you inside the mattress like drug money, nigga. Yeah. I done told you niggas nine, ten times, stop fucking with me. I done told you niggas nine albums, stop fucking with me. I done told you niggas nine on me, stop fucking with me. You niggas must got nine lives. Ninth wonder. Put that knife in you. Take a little bit of life from you. Am I frightening you? Shall I continue? I put the gun to you. I let it sing you a song. I let it hum to you. The other one sing along. Now it's a duet. And you wet. When you check out the technique from the two texts. And I don't need two lips. You blow this like a trumpet, you dumb shit. This is an unusual musical. I conduct it. You looking at the black Warren Buffett. So all critics conduct sick. I don't care if you see Dolores Tuckett or you feel all rally, you only rallying me up. For three years, they had me peeing out of a cup. Now they about to free me up. What you think I'm gonna be? What? Rehabilitated, man, I still feel hatred. I'm young, black, and rich, so they wanna strip me naked. But you never had me like Christina Aguilari. But catch me down the west side driving like Halle Berry. Or the FDR in the seat of my car. Screaming out the sunroof, death to y'all. You can't kill me. I live forever through these bars. I put the wolves on you. I put a price on your head, the whole hood will want you You starting to look like bread, I send them boys at you I ain't talking about fans, nigga, them body snatching Nigga, you heard what I said I'll make a pay for you to five in the morning Put your smarts on the side of your garment Nigga, stop fucking with me Ah, uh, ah, This right, little nigga, I'm, nigga, I'm wild Nigga, I keep trash bags with me Never know when you got a double nigga out This it, sir Get some sensor shit man, I put hands on you I dig a hole in the desert They build the sands on you Lay out blueprint plans on you We rat pack niggas Let Sam tap dance on you Then I Sinatra shot you Goddamn you I put the boy in the box Like David Blaine Let the audience watch It ain't a thing Y'all wish it was front I George Bush the button For the oil you in your car Lift up your hood Nigga run it Then lift up your whole hood Like you got all you under it Your boy got the goods Y'all don't want nothing of it Like Cast the oil you out, cast the chore you Change your face or the bullets change all that for you Y'all niggas is talking When I'm alone in my room Sometimes I stare at the wall And in the back of my mind I hear my conscious call Telling me I need a girl who's as sweet as a dove For the first time in my life I see I need love <laughs> hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And uh, we are fresh off a trip from the emergency room. Yes, we are. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later, but um, <clears throat> I guess it's what you call a tease in the business. <laughs> um, anyway, um, don't forget to leave comments on iTunes and on Podomatic.com. You can just search for the Black Guy Who Tips on both of those sites. And we will come up and you can just um, leave us a comment on the episode if you have something you'd like to say. Or you can uh, also email us at um, um, it's the black guy who tips at gmail.com. And we also have uh, Twitter, which I'm at Rodimus Prime. Um, say that again. That is in D-A-T. All right. And uh, don't forget that we are the official podcast of Bullet Ball. Yes, we are. I guess unofficial podcast. I don't know. Really... Yeah, we are the unofficial podcast. Yeah. Yes. Bullet and bullet and balls, we combine them and we help the community. Yeah, I don't think um, we want that guy trying to sue us, even though I doubt he can hire a lawyer living out the back of his car like that. Yeah, so we'll go with the unofficial site. Yeah, so... um. And uh, don't forget, coming up soon, uh, June is Sundress Month, and uh, we really want to promote that um, because I'm going to get uh, Karen a sundress. Yes, sir. And also, uh, you know, it keeps people from passing out in this heat. You know, sundresses are lighter, <laughs> and they let you know they let you, the breeze flow a little yeah, bit, yeah. so you don't have to worry about uh, standing around and passing out because it's too hot. <laughs> um... But uh, make sure you support that. And uh, definitely, uh, we appreciate all the comments, all the emails, all the feedback we get from you guys. Every single time you retweet an episode or a link to an episode, we love that. Um, We do. uh, Thank you guys for joining our Facebook groups and 
for spreading the word. You know, I actually heard um, from Fuller and Carrie today. Uh, they just got back from their honeymoon. Uh-huh. And they said that they told some people about our podcast in the Dominican Republic. Oh, cool. So maybe we'll get some downloads from there. But he said uh, they look kind of poor and they didn't seem to know what an iPod or an iPhone was. So <laughs> I'm not holding my breath. But, you know. Hey, pretty soon we'll be here. Let's spend your own. All right. So uh, we actually got... Um, I guess we have no update for dancing with the Tards this week, right? Yeah. Uh, no. Um. Let's see. Chat out your single got kicked off. Oh yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so we're down to three. So now it's nothing but dancers left. Yeah, real and dancers. Dancing with the stars. Yes, an ice skater and a pussycat dog girl. Yes. Who would have guessed? And the girl from ESPN. Oh, and Rachel is still in it? Yeah, it's them three left. Rachel Nichols, ESPN. Yes. I like how she says ESPN. Well, I guess maybe she has a shot, but I'm not surprised that two of the finalists are dancing, dancers who dance for a living. Yeah, I think, man, Devin might mess around and win for real. He's like, he's good. That's like putting a fat crackhead on the biggest loser and letting them, ah. letting them smoke crack and lose all their weight. Like, it's not really fair to bring dancers on Dancing with the Stars. So. That's true. Um, Alright, so we got an email from a fan. And uh, this is actually our third emailer since we started the show. Cool. And uh, I think it might even be our longest email. Um, wow, breaking records. Yeah, it's from Christine. I, don't, I won't say her last name. I don't know if she wants to keep that private or not. But she says, I love your podcast. And that is plural, podcast with an S on the end. So she going back in them old episodes? Yeah. I downloaded, I downloaded them from iTunes, and I have to say that yours is the best quality show I've heard. That is a huge compliment. Thank you, Christine. Yes, it is. See, I listen at work, and I never have to stop what I'm doing to adjust the volume because you are screaming or somebody is trying to talk from across the room. I do have some comments and corrections in capitalism. That was when I was like, oh, me and Christine are not going to get along. <laughs> I was like, I don't need any corrections. I like to just think my shit is always right. Um, but then she goes on with her corrections. <clears throat> Titties do float. <laughs> LOL. And so do Baby Soft D's, by the way. Um, Baby Soft D's is from an episode where we talked about uh, these two dudes on a message board who are arguing back and forth about how they like to see their porn and they were arguing about the uh, intensity of the erection of the male porn star as far as detracting or adding to the quality of the pornography that they were watching. And one gentleman referred to the male's penis. Uh, Byron Long, I believe, was the person in question Maybe. at the time as having a baby soft dick. So he, she says that Titties flow and baby soft dicks flow. <laughs> so I'm learning something new every day. Me too. Uh, I think you guys do an amazing job. You keep me rolling. I love your chemistry and you even help me understand sports. I would love it if you guys could make available a list of all the music you use for intros and outs. Keep up the good work. Um, we can definitely provide that um, list for you. I have to go back and re listen to all the episodes, which um, will actually just begin and end, but. Um, I will add it to the description of each episode. It may take me a while to go through them all, but um, I pretty much know most of the songs by heart, so it shouldn't be too hard to uh, give you a list of the songs. And um, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thank you for the compliments. And uh, thank you for the correction, because I was losing sleep over that age-old question, do titties float or don't they? And, uh, really relieved me to know that titties do float and that, you know, a big titty woman will not automatically sink to the bottom. Um, so that's important. So I'm sure a lot of serial killers want to know that too because they're like, I keep trying to bury these bodies. And they keep floating to the top. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> this this <laughs> this reputation as the double D killer is not working out. No, it's not. Maybe I need to go down. Yeah. <laughs> Try double A. You ain't gonna have no problem with them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into um, some other news. Um, 
And before we get into emergency room stuff, uh, Dirk Nowitzki might opt out of his contract. I know, you was telling me about that. It's going to be interesting. You know, I almost kind of think he should because once you get so old and you realize that you ain't going to win with your team, you need to give it a contender. The thing about him, he's your number two guy. He's, I don't think he really is the number one guy. He will play well if somebody else dominated and you needed a number two guy to get you 20, 30 points and, and bust him up and have rebounds. He'd be excellent in a different system. Yeah, I agree because um, while I do think that he is a great player. I do too. His uh, main go-to move, his main go-to uh, shot is a jump shot at the top of the key area going away from the basket and in basketball I mean obviously you want guys to be able to do everything but you want the players who want to win the most they know that the easiest points are going to be at the free throw line and at the rim Amen. so when it comes to the clutch part of the game that's what they're trying to get unless they need a three or unless that's just what the defense gives them that's right and I think it's hard for Dirk to "Quote unquote, take that shot. You know, like okay, that's a shot where you don't really take it from the defense. You know, they know you want to go there. You know you're gonna go there. They can run something at you, try to make someone else beat them, and it, it can affect how you play. Um, and the stunning part about this to me is that him opting out is more of a um, can, it's more of him saying I want to win. Yes." Than anything else. He wants to win. Because he's been in the league too long. He's been bounced out of the playoff too many years. And I don't care what nobody says. Run and gun, unless you play some kind of a defense, will not win you championships. I'm sorry. Not in the NBA, won't. Yeah, and the thing is, if he opts out, um, it's kind of a it's, it's kind of a, a slap in the face to uh, Mark Cuban. Uh-huh. Because he has tried to organize that team around him, and the pieces just never got together. Um, he was always just seemed to be a guy short or something, and maybe it's because Dirk, like you said, Dirk was never a number one player. So you're looking at the guy that you're short. You know, you're thinking I'm building around Dirk Nowitzki, no when you should be thinking I need a superstar to step in and let Dirk be the number two guy and yeah. will be a contender. Right. So I'm um, sad to see him go because I can never think of him. As yeah. anything else. Yeah. Anything but a Maverick. I can't see it happening. But, you know, whatever. Um, uh, I think it'll be good for him to uh, choose where he goes this time. And that's true. And we'll see how much he wants to win, you know? It's just, what a crazy free agent summer, you know? Um, speaking of free agent stuff, uh, Mark Cuban got fined $100,000 for saying that he wouldn't mind having LeBron come to his team. He don't give a damn, do he? Yeah, so um, I went to the Dallas Mavericks blog, and they had an article called, If Cuban Crossed the Line, So Did Suns Kerr. And Kerr is the general manager of the Suns. Okay. Mark Cuban isn't the only NBA executive to recently make forbidding comments about a certain soon-to-be free agent. As brought to our attention by a loyal reader, Phoenix Suns general manager answered... Questions about LeBron James during an appearance on the Dan Patrick Show last week. If he'll take mid-level, we'll give it to him, Kerr said, when asked about the Sun, whether the Suns would be included in the LeBron sweepstakes. Kerr elaborated, elaborated when asked uh, what the mid-level was. About five and a half million, he said. I think he'll take it. Don't you think? Now, um... Ah! It says, Kerr clearly had tongue-in-cheek, but simply answering the question about a potential free agent violates the letter of the uh, NBA tampering law. Um, the league memo sent out in December 2008 reminded teams of that. And Kerr offered a serious take when asked where he thinks King James will go. I have no idea. I want him to stay in Cleveland. I think that's good for sports. When you've got players you connect to over a long period of time, so I hope he stays. So basically, um, what I see here is snitching. The Dallas Mavericks owner got caught up talking talking about how bad he wanted LeBron to come to Dallas, and he got caught out there saying some stuff he should not have said. That's right. And now the the Dallas Mavericks blog is trying to snitch on Steve Kerr to try to make it seem like he's just as bad and make him get fined a hundred thousand dollars. So I think that's kind of BS. I do too. 
I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Um, alright. Trying to call them out. Yeah. Um, we going down. You is too. So, um, apparently, man, this one story would not go away. And we all, um, we talked about it and we kind of said, um, I don't want to say it was a joke, but we kind of all said, like, that can't be true. I hope it's not true. Mm-hmm. But it's looking more and more like Delonte West might have slept with LeBron James' mom. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. And, wow. Um, the craziest part about that to me isn't, it, it's just that this is the most improbable thing to ever happen in the NBA since I've been a fan. Wow. It's even more improbable than uh, Magic Johnson catching AIDS. More probable than Michael Jordan possibly having to retire for a year for gambling. True. Um, it, it is literally the most craziest thing that has ever happened. A player sleeping with the two-time MVP, best player in the NBA's mom. The player, uh, LeBron James, finding out in the middle of a series against the Celtics and then kind of tanking the last two games, which I really can't blame him. I mean... Finding something like that out is going to affect the way you play. You know? Wow. Um, it, it, and, and like it's, I've decided I'm not going to call people motherfuckers anymore. I'm just going to call them Delonte West. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, these Delonte West getting on my nerves up in here. Y'all better get y'all Delonte West on. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... No, that's not how you use it. That's oh, I'm sorry. Use it in place of MF. So it's oh. like... So it's like, uh... Man, look at all these Delonte West up in here, or you know, uh, like you like you use it like you would use the word MF, but you just say oh, Delonte West. Oh, okay, okay. See what my, I'm saying? My, my bad, I mis- I misunderstood. So from now on, I'm gonna say Delonte West instead of motherfuckers, cause that is ridiculous. And I found it so funny though. Y'all get on my Delonte West nerves. Delonte Westing your nerves. Delonte Westing nerves. Yeah, you get on my Delonte Westing nerves. Um. So, uh, and the other thing that was interesting about that is, um, so many people are mad at Delonte West. Like, oh, he violated the homeboy. Blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you something. It's a business. NBA is a business. You, we call people teammates because that's the story that's sold to us, that everyone is tight, everyone's friends. And ironically, LeBron James believed in that, which was very funny because he probably believes in that more than any other superstar in the NBA. That's right. Um, he believes that, you know, everything is like Friday Night Lights. These are my teammates. These are my boys. We're going to do it together. Um, but the craziest part is people want to write this narrative like Delonte West is... LeBron James' boy, and he shouldn't be with his, you know, sleeping with his mama. Like, Delonte West raped her or something. Like, if it hurt my feelings, if, if it was my situation, I was LeBron James, my feelings would be the most hurt by my mom. Like Her actions, yeah. Because if she would never allowed it, the act would have never happened. Yeah, and she know, I've known you my whole life. That's right. I've known Delonte West since we've been playing together in Cleveland. Um, I don't... I, like you can say that those guys are friends, maybe, but mother and son, that bond is different. Yes, and it is. That's a very destructive thing for a mother to do. Yes, it is. So, I, like, I don't understand how somebody would look at that situation and say, "Yeah, man, you know, his 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 Lante West is violating the homeboy code." I understand yeah. that that's messed up, but what about, what about, about the mama, mama son code? code? Yeah, yeah. What about the mama, mama code? code? You don't sleep with your friends, with your child's friends. Yeah, they're enough to be your kid too. It's some grown men out there. Did it gave it to you right? Why you got messing with kids? Huh? Yeah, and I watched uh, Orlando lose to the Celtics last night. Uh, they beat the brakes off of them. That's not in this series anymore. Yeah, I decided that somebody is sleeping with somebody's mama on that team too. Not only that, <laughs> no, not only that, I believe that somebody went to the Boston Celtics retirement home and took their applesauce and pissed them off and they were like, hey, we got to go show these whippersnappers. They can't come in here taking our damn applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, so was, they beat the brakes off of them. Yeah, they beat the crap out of them and it was sad because Delonte uh, I'm sorry, Delonte West is not playing for the Magic, but he is sleeping with uh, Dwight Howard's mama, and that's why he can't play well either. Uh, 
I know. Good God, he getting around, ain't he? But I don't understand. Um, watching Dwight Howard, and I've been saying this for years, most people watching the game have, I still don't understand how he doesn't have post moves. As long as he's been in the lead, that's sad. Yeah, and he has one move now, the two-step running hook, that I think he learned from Patrick Ewing, but that was not an effective move. It's one of the reasons that Patrick Ewing never won a title. Is That's right. And uh, Patrick Ewing's main shot was a fadeaway jumper. Dwight Howard is never going to have that. He shouldn't be working on that. No, he shouldn't. So it really makes you wonder, like, what are they teaching this fool? Because every time I look at him, I just see another dude that is never going to reach his potential. And I tell people... I think the Dwight Howard is that dude at the YMCA or your pickup court that doesn't call foul at the end of the game when people foul him on purpose and make you lose the game. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then when you go, Dwight, man, why don't you call the foul? You just go, man, I don't call those fouls or something like that. Everybody know I don't call foul. Like, that makes it okay. Like, he seems like that guy. Like, everything's okay. I I just don't want to win as bad as everybody else. And... Even though I'm better than most people, I'm just going to go ahead and lose because I don't mind losing. And it don't work like that. You get paid too much money. Yeah, I mean, it's not even the money. But I, I agree, yes, he does get paid too much money to not do that. But it's his attitude. And I've been saying, like... Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, and I think that's what frustrates people because he's like the he's like the 16-year-old kid this seven feet tall that right. basically whoop everybody on the court but mentally if you punk him or mentally if you question him or mentally if you bark at him they'll start backing up nah nigga you the strongest thing out here play like you are know yeah. that you are he doesn't have like the problem with him is he doesn't have any killer any mini streak in him and That's I've been right. saying the same thing about LeBron James yeah. and I'm sorry Guys out there who think that I'm being some kind of asshole because I'm saying they need to develop these things. Nah, I, I'm you, sorry. You want to be a champion. Someone got to prove me wrong is what I'm saying. Yeah. Show me these champions that are winning and they're still these nice guys. Like, you need to show me. And I'm not just talking about Michael Jordan. Mm-mm. I'm not saying just be the best player in the game. I'm saying you need to show me when it matters. The dudes that say... I don't really care what you think about me. I just want to get this W and get out of here because the most important thing to me is winning. And when I look at Dwight Howard, I don't see that. No. Um, no LeBron James, James, I don't see that. that. That's um, right. Like, and the guys who I see that in, they get those wins. Like, Dwayne Wade, I see it in Dwayne Wade. Oh, yeah. Um, he get the right people around him. Yeah. He'll, he'll be, he'll be contending for another championship. KG and yes. uh, Ray Allen and Paul Pierce, team old man strength. Yes, I sir. see it in them. That's right. So, um, I've decided since, um, since my man Dwight Howard is trying to go around as Superman and, you know, Shaq is really the only Superman I ever played in the NBA. I'm no longer calling him Superman because when I look at Dwight, I see a guy who hasn't developed that post game yet. Okay. Hasn't developed that 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 intensity. Hasn't developed mentally. Um, and by mentally, I mean little thing, bigger things too, like getting your coach fired or telling your coach, "I make the most money here. I'm going to start shooting some more shots in the paint." Or you're going to get the hell out of here. That's true. Like, I don't, like, people always go, players have too much control in the NBA. No, they don't. Not a lot of them. They don't use it. And, yeah. There's only a few of them that actually use it. Yeah. You know, if like, why isn't Dwight Howard saying, listen, Stan Van you're not just going to be bitching me out, yelling at me all the time. I'm the best player here. I'm not, I've not gotten better throughout my career on the other side of the basketball because of you. You don't think it's important. You think I should just rebound and whatnot and block shots, but then we get to the same road, the same like yeah. roadblock every year. Yeah. Every postseason, they meet a team that says, no, Dwight, you're going to have to do a post move to beat us, and all of a sudden, the Magic can't win a game. That's right. So, I, I, I mean, I really think he's mentally weak, and because of that, um, I was talking to some people on Twitter, and they were telling me about um, uh, this, this, you know, the Superman series they have on the WB, mm-hmm. and it's like about to end. It's like season ten or eleven or something. It's like it's been on forever, right? And I asked him because I watched the first season and I had to stop because it was just too slow for me. But he was like, I was like, um, hey man, so can Superman fly yet? And it was like, no. 
And I was like, I don't understand. Like, Clark, the the kid in Smallville, mm-hmm. they were like, he just got the suit. It's, I mean, like, it's the series is about to end. He's just now getting the suit. He can't fly still. He jumps everywhere he goes. I don't know why he can't fly. Maybe there's some type of copyright issue or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, and my 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 uh, without watching any of the series, my guess is that they end the last see the last show of the series with him putting on the suit and flying off. Yeah. Right. So now I've decided instead of uh, calling the White House Superman, I'm gonna call him Smallville <laughs> because he always comes up small and he's just like Clark that can't fly. That you know he does he has this suit but he's just not Superman yet. Yeah, he almost there but not quite. Yeah, he may never get there. I don't know. I'm hoping he does. Like people hear me criticize LeBron, they hear me criticize Dwight Howard, uh, Carmelo Anthony, and I think they realize they think that I'm rooting against these people, but that's not my mentality. Okay. I don't root for or against players based on what I think of their personalities or whatnot. I just want. Like, if my, for me to have good basketball watching, I want to see all these dudes step it up and do better. I want to see LeBron James get a killer instinct, because that's what I think makes him able to win six, seven, eight titles in a row if he wants to. Yes, sir. I want to see um, Dwight Howard get killer instinct, because he should go down as one of the best big men in the game. Yeah. No one else has ever led the league in blocks and rebounds twice in a row, and he's done that. Yes. Come on, man. You just All you need to do is get one or two moves. You can be in that upper echelon of great big men. Right now, yeah. you're, you're just kind of on the border. Um, so I want to see, you know, I want to see Carmelo Anthony take a, an intensity to defense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just little things that, I, like I said, because I criticize these guys, people think I root against them, but I don't. So I, I know we talked about that for a while. Um... But I'm really disappointed with Dwight Howard and that entire organization, um, from coach to to bottom, and um, they whack. Um, so he's Smallville from now on. All right. Smallville. All right. So, um, and then on Western Conference, I mean, I think the Lakers got that, but that's more understandable because Phoenix is old and it's like they've overachieved to this point anyway. So if they, you know, if they get beat by Lakers, I'm not gonna. There's really nothing bad I can say about those guys. We oh, already no. we already know their weaknesses and their strengths. That's right. You know, I actually would expect them to win the game before Orlando can. Oh yeah, um, they might win the win tonight. We should talk them out. Yeah. Um. All right. So um, I convinced an 11 year old kid that um he likes Duke because his parents argue too much. Ha! What do they argue about? I don't know. I don't even think they really argue that much. I just I just convinced him of that. Like, he was talking to me. I, he told me to sign him up on the list. He, I said, what's your name, man? He said, Dookie. I said, what kind of name is Dookie? And he was like a young white boy, about 11 years old. Like, real clean cut. And I was like, what kind of name is that, son? And he was like, I like Duke. That's why they did it. That's why I named that. And I said, oh, man, that's sad to see young people go so wrong so early in life. And he was like, but what's wrong with that? And I was like, man... Are your parents divorced? And he was like, no. And I was like, oh, they, uh, are you, you know, the one of them committed a crime or something? Like, one of them in prison? He's like, no. And we went through all these things, and finally I got him to admit that his parents do argue sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I told him, man, that's the kind of household Duke fans. They create Duke fans in those households. <laughs> these broken households with all this anger and bitterness. All goes back to Duke. All goes back to Duke. So hopefully, uh, like Shashevsky, you're breaking up homes. You seem kind of sad about that, but hopefully, I, I saved him. You know, it's not never too late to become a Hill fan, man. Root for root for people that that win and look cool while they do it. Um, anyway, um, I want to come up with two, I came up with two new shows, TV shows, okay. that I want to pitch to BET. <laughs> okay. But um, after hearing this latest news, I don't think I can pitch them to BET. Oh. They uh looks like they uh abandoned Sierra's ride and music video. Wow. And we watched this whole video just now, yeah, right? Yeah, and I'm trying and she's not doing nothing 
extra spectacular that hadn't been seen before. She's dancing a lot by herself. What's the difference between her dancing a lot by herself and these black tight things and 50 hoochie mamas across there with, with dudes pointing at their butts? Yeah. I don't see the difference. You can go to this website called NicoleBitchy.com and it's N-E-C-O-L-E Bitchy. You know, kind of like Nicole Bitchy. You can go there and search for this video. Or you can just Google uh, Van, uh, Sierra Van from BET. But we watched this four minutes and some change video. And we didn't see anything that was exceptionally vulgar or uh, crass that should get this banned. I don't get why they drew the line at this video. Yeah, and my thing is it's funny though. Like I told Roger, you, they can have the BET uncut. Right before the Criflo Dollar Power Hour, but you won't show this video. I don't comprehend that. And I don't see the other thing that's weird about this is it's not like the song content because that one video they claim they banned because of uh, Tierra Marie because it was talking about gold digging. This one is called Ride, and obviously there's a lot of sexual innuendos, but it sounds like hey, it's about a girl getting on top and working it. And there's a couple of suggestive scenes, but nothing, nothing I haven't seen before. That's her in a white beater. Right. She's on a wife beater riding a mechanical bull. There's Seen her uh, in like a, a bikini with a fur coat dancing around. Seen that. Her in tights dancing around. Seen that. I mean, when I heard they got it banned, I was expecting it to be ludicrous. Pantomiming or, or momming having sex with her or something. or Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like her, him rhyming while hitting some girl from the back or something. Like, I've seen way worse things on BET than this. It's, it's weird that they're taking these weird stances lately. Yeah, and my thing is that if you're going to have this moral ground, oh, why you have that BT uncut? Why you even create the show? I'm, I'm, I mean, because these dudes would be like in the club. Right. With, with, with liquor bottles. Strippers. You know, strippers throwing dollars. You know, girls coming down on poles and 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 all kinds of stuff. You can tell that these are, these are some... Uh, holding the wild clubs and these dudes said, hey, let, let's rent the whole club out for a few thousand. Right. So we can shoot our video. You mean to tell me? And they simulate sex acts and things like that. And you mean to tell me all she doing is just rolling and shaking her butt and you banning it? Like, like the moral stance, I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't get it either. And um, she, I don't think Sierra would float though because she got some small titties. So. She was sink. That's probably why she's in such good shape. I um, said that again. But uh, that made me feel real bad about the two shows I wanted to pitch to. Uh, actually, it was three shows I wanted to pitch to BET that uh, I'll mention them anyway. But I don't think they would pass. You know the uh, strict censoring that BET is putting out there now. Um, and uh, one of them was called was The Wire, the sitcom. And <laughs> what I was going to do is just play old episodes from The Wire, but then put in like a studio audience laugh track behind certain things. So it's like when Stringer Bell says, you know, nobody likes a 40 degree day. And then you have everybody come in and be like, oh, <laughs> or when, um, you know, whenever um, uh, my man McNulty Stars acting like you know walking in walking in the scene you know like he opens the door you just have everybody just crack up kind of like when Kramer used to walk in the door. Outside yeah, yeah, so it's really cheap. Like we don't actually have to reshoot any of this. We don't actually have to write any scripts. All we do is just add a studio audience behind it and turn it yeah turn it into a comedy. So uh, I don't know. I don't think that would work, but. Um, and then the other one I want to do is to catch, uh, like, you've seen To Catch a Predator, right? Oh, yeah. I wish they'd bring that show back, but oh, yeah. Well, they're not bringing it back. But I think we should steal their idea, put it on BET, and call it To Catch and Fuck Up a Predator. Ah! So, instead of us calling the police in, you know, we just have somebody there, and maybe we have, like, Ving Rhames or Charles Oakley as the co-host in the background. And uh, what we do is we have the guy come in and, you know, we tell them, like, have a seat over there. And they have a seat. And whenever they're like, you know, what is this? Is this, uh, what is this? Is this some kind of, um, set up? Did the police come? You go, no, police ain't coming. No, the good news is the police ain't coming. The bad news is the police ain't coming. And then we break out some bats and we whoop their ass. And I think that show would get great ratings. I mean, we wouldn't show the beatings on TV because 
legally, I don't want to get blamed. You know what I'm saying? I don't want people being like, oh, did, did you see when you hit that dude in the face? Because then all of a sudden, you know, the police can find me. What we do is we turn the camera off and it's only audio during the ass whooping scenes. Then we turn it back on after the ass whooping is done and we just show how we messed the dude up and just... And that's how you catch a fuck up predator. Then we just let them go. You would have a lot of lawsuits, baby. I don't, I don't think that shit would last. I'm so sorry. They can never prove that we did it, though. How they gonna prove it? There's no video of the ass whooping. It's only video of us busting them and then letting them go. He could have just failed and hurt his face like that. And plus, none of them gonna tell because if we, if you tell and we find you, brother, we gonna fuck you up again. You can do this all day, baby. As many times as you want. So you don't, you don't like that show? No. Alright, I got one more show idea. And it's also for BET, and I guess it's kind of fitting. It's called To Catch a Creditor. You know what a creditor is? That's the people that call you when you owe money on bills. Like, hey, Miss Johnson, you're behind on your new power. Them people? Yeah. yeah, people you owe money, creditors. Okay. So it's to catch a creditor. What you do is you find these people that are calling your house about your bills. Mm -hmm. And you find them at their house. And you confront them. You see what I'm saying? Uh, I, I, now, that's what I get down with. I would be like, hey, was you the one calling me? When I was unemployed, talking about you want your money. <laughs> and if I can afford an answer machine, I should be able to give you your $200. <laughs> All right, how you like it now? <laughs> I'm looking at you. Let's talk about this thing. Have a seat over there. Let me see your hands. Yeah, I'll definitely. Ah! Now that what I get down with. All right, so one out of three with. ideas we can do. We can't do the wire sitcom. No. And we can't do to catch and fuck up a predator. No. Alright, well, that's fine. Well, you are being a credit agency. We'll be coming to a TV show near you. So, you know, we have a lot of um, white fans. Um, and we have a Facebook group, too. Woo! And it, you know, got, if you're listening, search for Facebook, search Facebook for the Blackout Tips. And it should come up where we have a Facebook group for our podcast. So, um, and for the blog, too. So, check us out. Um, but when you become a fan of the Black Guy Tips on Facebook, mm -hmm. it shows up in your timeline like, hey, Travis is a fan of the Black Guy Who Tips. Okay. And my white friend pointed out to me, that does look kind of racist. <laughs> like, if it's the only group you're a fan of, it's like, I'm a fan of the Black Guy Who Tips. As if, like, I don't, you know, like, <laughs> like, like they don't think black people tip. <laughs> And um, the other thing, the other thing is, um, I, I became a fan of something the other day because I didn't realize that that's the new way of joining the group. You become a fan of it. Okay. And the, the, it was uh, interracial relationships. Mm -hmm. So I just clicked like on the status. Someone's like, like Mo. It says Mo is a fan of interracial relationships, and I put like. You know, because I thought it would be funny. Like, I like that you're a fan of interracial relationships. Uh huh. No, I'm a fan now too. <laughs> <laughs> so because I liked it, I'm, I and I am a fan of interracial relationships, so I, I was okay. I left it on there. You like those swirly kids? Yeah, yeah, they, they don't bother me. Oh, now I'm Obama and uh, Tiger yeah. Woods without this. But um, it was funny because it's like I don't want to unfan interracial relationships. Yeah, yeah. So now it's like, what's more I'm racist? Stuck with them. What's more racist? Is your Facebook status saying you're a fan of the Black Guy Tips, or your Facebook status says you are not a fan of the Black Guy Tips? Mm. One way or another, it's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Uh, speaking of waitresses and tipping, there was a waitress fired over a Facebook post. Wow. Another Facebook post, another firing. Last year, Kimberly Swan was fired after she posted that her job was boring on her Facebook page. A waitress in Charlotte, North Carolina, complained about a different issue but received the same result. Ashley Johnson, 22, a waitress at Bricks Pizza in Uptown Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, however, about a week ago, a couple came in for lunch and stayed for three hours, which forced her to work an hour past her quitting time. I hate that. Yes, there's nothing worse than you get ready to go home. And you, and to me, I always stayed because I'm like, damn it, I'm not going to get nobody my money. Yeah, and I mean, I, I always stayed too. I actually would make money off other people who were like, man, I'm just going to leave or something like that. I'm yeah, like, well, give leave me your then. table. But um, it was funny because, you know, uh, yes... 
I do agree that it is no that's a diggish move to take up a table for three hours at lunch. Get it. I got that, okay? So everyone knows I am a waiter, or I was a waiter actually, uh, for five years. Uh Karen was a waitress for a long time. Yeah. So we're not talking from like some high horse where Yeah, we don't we don't, don't know how that feels. Yeah, I know exactly how that feels. Yes. Unfortunately, that's just part of your job. Yeah, it is. You just have to take it. You either yeah, you could have given that table up to someone else and walked out or whatever. But you got in your mind that you were getting a bigger tip. Alright. So not only that, after the couple left her what she considered to be a tiny tip five dollars johnson then proceeded to forget that what many had worn watch what you post only uh she went home and posted on facebook thanks for eating at bricks you cheap piece of shit camper a day or two later the managers at bricks called her in and fired her showing her a copy of the facebook post they said that she had violated two company policies Speaking disparagingly, disparagingly about customers and casting the restaurant in a negative light on social networks. Mm. And I mean, honestly, that that is, those are two reasonable policies. Yes, they are. And more and more companies are starting to have those policies. So you Facebook and Twitter fans, know me putting up your company out there because, hey, you won't be getting no bi-weekly or weekly paycheck. Yeah, <laughs> and oh. for a waitress, you don't even get a check, more than likely. No. Um, I did write the message. This is what she said. I did write the message, but I had no idea that something that, to me, is very small could result in my losing my job. I lost my job because of a Facebook status. Even a week later, that, that's still a lot to get your mind around. Um, I can't get down with that because, one... Um, you can't just say this is very small to me. It, it was in the, the book. It was in the rules. Not only that, you blasted a national chain and you work for them. Right. You don't Come get on to now, say you work for them. Yeah, and then don't try to play the poor baby like it's just hard to get my head around. I can't believe it. No. You know exactly why you got fired. That's why you admitted you were wrong when they called you to the carpet. You were clearly wrong. You can't do that. There's no job where you can really just Go on, t- go on, go on uh, a social networking site and d- disparage their customers and put their name on the site and then go, eh, I don't get it, you know? That's right. So, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I think it's kind of whack that she's even acting that way. And, um, you know, I feel bad because that situation has happened. But the fact that I've been in that situation is proof that you can just go through that and just walk out the door yes, and deal can. with it. That's right. It doesn't give you a right to chase people down the parking lot. It doesn't no. give you a right to go online. It doesn't give you a right to throw your company name out there. That's right. So I can't, you know, I disagree with this girl. She was wrong. She was definitely wrong. Um, so, uh, I had to kick somebody out of the gym today. I had to call the police on them. Um, That's Popo. And I hate doing that because I don't like involving police. And I treat people with respect. And I expect them to, to, most of the time, 99% of the time, they are respectful back towards me. Yeah, most people are. And it was such a silly incident to have to get somebody out of the gym about. But it had to happen because, um, you know, I monitor the gym. And when people are playing basketball full court, no one else can shoot. You have to go to the other side. We have a whole entire other court okay. where you can shoot around. Yes. This kid in there, um, I asked him, you know, very politely, probably five times, which is a lot. Yeah, very patient. Hey, can you please not shoot on the court when the other guys are playing? Very patient. Can you not shoot on the court? You know, and then he would just come back on, shoot like I never talked to him. And finally, I told him, like, hey, man. You got to go. I, I'm taking you off the list. You're not going to get to play. He still continued to stay in the gym and shoot around the court. And I didn't make a big scene. I didn't yell at him. I didn't cuss at him. Um, I just went right up to the front, asked if they have a police officer on duty. She came by, tried to talk to him, and he was in front of his little friend. So he tried to act real hard and like, oh, you know, try to walk away and not say anything to her. And she was like, no, you talk to me. And um, I think they expected me to stand over there like everyone in the gym was like, oh, man, what's wrong? What's wrong? But I don't make scenes. I'm a grown man. That's right. So I basically was like, all right, man, uh, let's keep keep it going. That's right. Got back to work. But yeah, right. I don't know. I popped my kick people out the, chin, out the gym cherry today. So, yeah. Ah, ah. And uh, remember when we talked about ah. uh, Ashleen uh, last week night? Mm-hmm. Was, she's uh, moving on to another job. Mm-hmm. 
So remember I told you about how Withers had this grand idea to make a, to buy a bracelet? Yeah. He didn't even show up to wing night. You for real. Yeah. So he made all that hissy fit, you know, wrote a nasty email saying that we all thought she was a whore unless we bought her a bracelet and because it was his idea that he wanted to take credit for. And he didn't even come. He didn't even show up to wing night. Wow. So how's that for showing some appreciation? Like, that's why I said when I, I'm tired of fake Delonte West acting like huh. they can just acting like they can just dictate to everybody what you should do just because they want the credit. That's all they want. They, he just wanted the credit of I'm the one who came up with this idea. Aren't I a great person? Even though we would have all chipped in the money. But he didn't even want the work. Like he didn't even want to do the work of going to the jewelry store, picking out a, a, a piece of work or whatever. And when we gave her the cards, she was so happy and smiling. And she almost cried. And one, my card, I think she liked the most, and she showed it to other people. And that was because I took a Christmas card that somebody had given me and put my name across my name out and wrote her name in. And then instead of Merry Christmas, I wrote Good Luck with Your New Job. Oh, so that's so sweet. Yeah, she really Recycling liked Recycling them cards. I'm going green, baby. I'm about to save some money. Now I'm just waiting on somebody to get married so I can go Whoa. ahead and uh, do that, too. Uh, thank you, Windows, for reminding me that I do not want to save that. Anyway, um, <laughs> the last thing. Oh, well, we do have some news. Uh, do you want to do the ER thing first or you want to do the news? Maybe the ER first. All right, so... I got a call today while I was playing basketball at the Y. And this woman just walks in and she's like, Rod, I'm looking for Rod. And I was like, yeah, what's up? And she's like, your father just called and he said, um, he didn't say much, but he said, your wife's going to CMC, which is Charlotte Medical Center mm -hmm. in Pineville. You need to go ahead and um, call him. And I had to leave work and I called my dad and I'll, I'll, I'll be everybody to the... To the emergency room. So what happened, baby? What, what, was, what was going on? Oh, take care of your body, people. Because it's... I, I think I underestimated the humidity today. And it was very warm outside. And I was outside just running my lips, just talking. Just what women do, we talk. It was hot. And you love to talk. I do love to talk. And I hadn't ate anything. And I hadn't drunk anything. I think the heat got to me and I was talking and all of a sudden the person I was talking to they started to fade away that's not good when stuff started to fade away and I looked at her and I said I don't feel good she said you got some mm, I don't feel good and I bust out in the sweat and uh, she was saying that my um skin complexion turned like gray almost like it, it I guess it brightened up and so uh, when his dad got there, his dad called um, 911 and they took me to the emergency room. They ran all these tests for them to talk about. They don't know. I think I was just dehydrated more than anything else. So this is a, I sacrifice my body so you don't have to drink your water, damn it. Drink your water. Yeah, and uh, also you're doing, you're doing this podcast. Um the same night, you know, so I'm proud of you for that, and, um... Yeah, I can't let the people down, I can't let the people down. Yeah, we sacrificed for our art. But, um, yeah, and I passed out before because of dehydration. Yeah, and um, it is, and it is, when I tell y'all that's not fun, it is not fun, and I know the temperature about to get warm, and people going to go outside and have a good time, but guys drink, even if you don't drink water, drink Gatorade, drink flavored water, just put something in your body. Yeah, I, um... Um, and also, you didn't eat this morning. Yeah, I didn't eat anything. But um, when I passed out, I remember um, I was with my dad, and my dad was negotiating the price of a lawnmower that he was buying from this guy. And the negotiations just were going on for a while. And I told my dad, I was just like, "Hey, I'm feeling kind of, kind of faint." And I just, you know, basically passed out almost, you know, right there. And they had to pour water on me from a water hose and. You know, right, and this is right on the street. This is right on Nations Four Road, right in somebody's front yard. Wow. They're pouring water on me. Then I got back in the truck, and my dad turned on the AC, and I, you know, to cool me down. They got me some ice. They got me some um, Gatorade, and I got back home, laid down, and um, basically uh, just 
cooled off for you know five or six hours just sipping on Gatorade, mm-hmm. and um, that was you know one of those things where it's just like your body every once in a while freaks out. It, it's kind of weird how slightly you know it doesn't take much. No, and not only that, Project knows me. We're total opposite. If the temperature rate goes up, he breaks out in the sweat. I'm the total opposite. For me to break out in the sweat, I'm sick or either it's really hot. So I knew something was terribly, terribly wrong. Yeah, and I mean, you got to stop just sitting out there talking in that hot sun I, too, man. I do that. Yeah, that's partially my fault. I'm going to start taking my butt in. Cause it, we don't talk any cool. Because I can't do this podcast without you. You know what I'm saying? This might be the black guy with tips, but it's a partnership, so... I can't be doing showing up like she ain't here, y'all. Anyway, I'll be doing this one on my own. So we're a partnership, man. We got to do this together. So I was worried about you, and uh, he was a, he was good, y'all. I love my hub because I don't know if he be damn on there, but he sure be his parents. Then I think I'll that be the ambulance there too. Oh, okay, um, you be us all that then. Yeah, and um, you know, I told a couple people on Twitter I was gonna make you cook tonight, but. <laughs> I guess I, I know you did all this just to get out of cooking tonight. So. I didn't. I promise I didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, me and my Weber grill, I'd have been outside dancing if I felt good. Uh-uh. But, um, yeah, I am glad you're okay. I was worried. And, uh, you know, it was it was just one of those moments that just reminds you, like, hey, life is precious. Life is fleeting. Um, yes, it is. It doesn't man. take much. Um, and, you know, like you said, you have to take care of yourself and you have to be careful. Yeah, they don't got to worry about me no more, damn it. I'm I'm going to paste the uh, water bottle on my hip. And I hate the emergency room because uh, nobody really seems to be in a fucking emergency. Like, every, uh, everybody uh, that works there that's is the just truth. real calm, cool, and collected. It's not like ER on TV at all. No, it's not. And I guess maybe I shouldn't say. I don't hate them, I guess. They do a great job. They save people's lives. And they do have to react normally to very high-pressure situations. I get all that. But, man, they ran all these tests on Karen, and we were there from, like, I know I got there at, like, 4. I, we left about 10. So I was there for longer than Robin Hood. And, yes. Um, I'm sitting there waiting on um, some type of results. They do all these tests. So we're like, okay, so what was it? I don't know. Nobody knows. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, am I dehydrated? I mean, I don't know. It's like, that's not the answer I want. It's like... Something should have told you. Yeah, like I was, it's a half happy, half sad answer because you're half happy because you're like, hey, good. All your tests came back negative. Nothing was wrong with you. You're not, uh, you know, no, there's no disease. There's no blood clot. There's no this. There's no that. But at the same time, it's like, what you mean you don't know? And it's like, I'm All telling this you. All damn technology and you yeah. can't give me an answer? I, I mean, I'm not a scientist, but she didn't eat or drink, and she was standing in the hot ass sun after being in church all morning. And I could tell you what happened. She oh, she got dehydrated, overexertion. It could be something like that. But they were just like, we don't know. Figure it out. You know, <laughs> go to your real doctor, doctor and see I what know. they say. Call your real doctor. Make an appointment for what? Yeah. Anyway, um, and then also uh, a lot of people on Twitter were speculating. You could be pregnant or something like that. I thought so, too. And the doctor made a funny joke. The doctor says, are you pregnant? I say, everybody in the room will be shocked, including you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly what I told him. (laughs) This will be shocking news. And then he said, well, at least you're already laying down in case you faint again. I said, you got that right. (laughs) But, uh, no, she's not pregnant, y'all. No, I'm not. My mom texts me in the middle of the, uh, when they went to go, uh, take my car back to the house and they would she called me and was like or text me and she's like you know she could be pregnant so a lot of times wouldn't pass out from now i was like thanks mom i wasn't worried enough <laughs> appreciate it now yeah. now seriously though thank them and thank the lady who called and yeah everybody that really chipped in to uh you know much love yeah it just reminds you that you know i don't have a lot of friends i don't have a lot of family but the ones I do have, they care about you and they come through in the clutch. And that's really what matters more than all this shit is people count their friendships by how many Facebook friends they have. And I mean, and I really do appreciate all the kind thoughts people send on Twitter and whatnot. I mean, those are, you know, those are real people too. But it's just more of a like, it's better to have 
a few people you can count on. Yeah. Then to have a lot of people that got some better shit to do whenever you get uh, have something bad happen to you. Yeah. And what I can truly say is that Roger has some of the best parents in the whole wide world. Cause I, I think, and I'm not even their child, but I think they was concerned about me like I was their child. Yeah, you are their child now, and um. I don't know, man. It was just crazy, and you know, like I said, I really appreciate everybody call on Twitter. Um, and Much hit us love, up because, thank you, y'all. You know, it could have been a worse outcome, but everybody was really cool, and um, we just thank you guys. Um, anyway, I want to talk about a couple more things before we get out of here. All right? Okay. This dude got life in prison for stealing four dollar package of socks. What? What started as shoplifting turned into an armed robbery when the suspect had revealed a handgun to a loss prevention officer that resulted in a mandatory sentence of life in prison for a Daytona Beach man, mm. reports the Orlando Sentinel. Uh, I knew this shit happened in Florida. <laughs> a jury deliberating for about an hour April 14th before finding Dean Rockmore, 48, guilty of robbery with a firearm. Assistant State Attorney Chris Kelly said on Friday, Circuit Judge Margaret Hudson found that Rockmore qualified as a prison releasee, reoffender, and handed down the life sentence. Rockmore was released from prison to January 26, 2009, and committed the robbery about two months later on March 29th. Wow. Damn. Uh, an employee of the I land at the Dellen Walmart saw Rockmore place packages of t-shirts and socks into his front of his pants and stopped him. Report show Rockmore ran when customers became between him and the worker and he was chased out into the parking lot. Wow, I can't believe customers tried to stop this dude because if I'm shopping in Walmart and some shit break out, the only thing I'm looking for is the exit. Say that again. Whichever the closest one, I don't give a damn if the fire alarm go off or what, I'm getting out the building. Yeah, this ain't Batman. I ain't got no vigilante justice. Over. I'm going to die over four dollars of socks. This not even my socks? Yeah. Hell no. Rockmore dropped the shirts, but he got away with a $4 package of socks when Walmart employee, when the Walmart employee backed off after Rockmore lifted his shirt to show a gun. So, this dude is in prison over $4 worth of socks. And sure, I know what y'all are saying. This article is inflammatory because it did hide the fact that he, in the, in the title, it doesn't talk about him having a handgun and stealing more than $4 worth of socks. But I like the way it is. I like to think of this as life in prison for stealing four dollars worth of socks, even though I know this dude was a reoffender. Oh. So, what an idiot. A straight idiot. And something else I can say, you guys, is that if you ever go to the yard, well, I didn't drink no water, so drink plenty of water. And the biggest reason why I'm telling you this, I got small veins, and the woman had to stick me across the top of my hand and when she caught it, she kept missing the vein, and it kept rubbing across that bone. I wanted to sock that woman in her damn face. That shit hurt. <laughs> I was being really patient, and I felt bad because once she caught it, she my blood was moving slow because I was cold. So it took her 15 minutes to do like four tubes of blood, and I felt bad, but at the same time, it's frustrating when you don't got crackhead veins <laughs> when it's time to draw blood. Yeah, you can never be on drugs with your love. Never veins. be on drugs. It's terrible. And then like that, I had a time before when they went to go draw blood and the needle was so big it didn't even draw blood. Mm. I looked at that woman like, and she showed me like three times. I said, look, three strikes you out. If you don't get somebody here, know the hell you do it, man. You about to rumble in here. If you poke me one more time with this needle. See, that's why I can't get printed. They stick too much. They drawing all this blood. See, I, I, I can't be dealing with all that. I've been around with everybody in there. It's going to take you all day to, um... It's going to take you all day to do some crack, to get some heroin or something I like would that. never get high, so no drugs for me. And by can't get pregnant, she don't mean she can't have children. She mean... She don't want to deal with it. I know. Not, um, not right now. Not at this time. Not at this moment. Because I know some people are like, can't get pregnant. No wonder they got a podcast. I know, right? Um, Alright, so um, the Wizards had to uh, correct the dude. He's a salesman for the Washington Wizards, and he went on Facebook, and he put a post that says, I'm a sales rep for the Washington Wizards. John Wall will be our choice as the number one overall pick in June in the June draft. If you want a great deal on tickets, email me. 
The post was soon taken down. Wizard spokesman Scott Hall says it was simply a case of overzealous an overzealous member of our sales staff acting on his own. But uh, honestly, if I'm the Wizards, I think I start saying we're gonna draft John Wall. But I know that it's I think it's technically you can't say, say that. that until the yeah okay. it's like tampering or something. So, but I just found that funny because. That is exactly how I would be selling tickets if I was a Wizards. Don't nobody want to go see them bums. You better say you're getting some new blood in. Uh, a Russian man aims to reinvent taser technology. A Russian man is hoping to overhaul the technology with taser-type weapons, transforming them from single-shot short-range devices that stun for only a few seconds into more effective long-range rapid-fire weapons by modifying the wires and the type of shock they generate. Traditionally, Remote electroshock weapons work by fitting a pairing of darts, each tailed by conducting wires. Uh, when the darts hit the target, a circuit is made. A series of electric shocks flow between them to the stun to stun the target. Uh, non-lethal weapon developer Oleg, I'm saying his last Ooh, name. what a last name. <laughs> Design, uh, however, uses bare wires. Rather than insulated wires uh, favored by Taser and other stun gun makers, these wires weigh only about one sixteenth as much as the insulated wiring, providing less drag for the darts and improved accuracy. Um, he demonstrated his bare wire technology with a prototype Legionary in 2001. His latest version is an S5, and a video of the weapon in action shows it firing repeatedly, almost as fast as the trigger can be pulled. Damn, he's trying to kill somebody, ain't he? By contrast, the X26 Taser used by British police forces is a single-shot weapon which, with the latest Taser X3 release last year in the U.S. delivers three shots. So this dude is gonna make basically a machine gun taser that shoots further than tasers now. Whoa. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yes, we need. Tasers are meant to stop, not to kill. I like tasers uh, because um, I'm from like, tasers. I like tasers too, cause whatever the hell you doing, put like this. After I don't warned you. You're going to make me break a sweat. You're going to make me run. You're going to make me feel like extra paperwork. Yeah, you need to be tased. Yeah, I'm pro-tasers, and if this makes them even scarier, good. Stop fucking with the police and stop running on the field, idiots. Hope, ah. I hope you get machine gun tasered. <laughs> um, I hope they carry one in both hands. Don't mess with me. And I hope they come out with a sniper taser. Ah, just teach you dead in the forehead. Shoot you from across the... <laughs> shoot you from like 50 feet away. Just snipe your ass out. <laughs> Alright, last last article. Carter inmate zapped an escape attempt. Now, you would think that this would be about tasers, right? Oh. Uh, Elizabeth, Elizabethan, I guess that's where this happened. Uh, a prisoner in the Carter County Jail had a shocking experience. Uh, they always gotta put these puns in there. Had a shocking experience during an alleged escape attempt Thursday night, and Sheriff Chris Mathis pointed out to uh, this pointed to the discovery of the attempt as the reason why the soon-to-be-completed jail should have direct supervision and more guards instead of relying on video cameras for security. Mathis said guards were making their regularly scheduled security checks at 10:13 p.m. when they heard a loud scraping noise from coming from the D block. D block. Mathis said correction officer James Stevens found three chairs stacked on top of each other and noticed that uh, some dust appeared to have come from the ceiling. When Stevens looked up at the ceiling, they noticed the metal plate in the ceiling of the shower had been removed. So this dude tried to climb up in the shower. Wow. The officers removed the plates and saw prisoner John Wayne Johnson. John Wayne. <laughs> 24, and then they give his address. In a crawl space above the ceiling, Johnson began to crawl out of the space and touch some electrical wires, shocking him and tripping the circuit breaker, causing temporary power outage. Oh. The maintenance personnel were called in to restore power. Mathis said Johnson was not injured. Of course, they're going to say he was not injured. They're like, we tase people all the time. Meanwhile, this dude got electrocuted and cut all the power out but and was laying in the ceiling but he wasn't injured. He was obviously injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, brain cells there. <laughs> he didn't have a lot of brain cells to start with. Hey, well, he lost the rest he had. <laughs> he had been serving a sentence on violation of probation. Uh, Corporal Christina Phillips said Johnson damaged both the ceiling plate and the ceiling. She said Johnson said he was attempting to get to the property room the, where those who are arrested are required to place their personal items when they are booked in the jail. The sheriff said Johnson's intent may have been 
uh, the department considers to be what the, may have been, oh, whatever his intent may have been, the department considers it to be an escape attempt whenever a prisoner is found in the ceiling of the crawl space. So he could have just been crawling to get everybody's property, maybe steal some stuff, or okay. maybe he was looking like for drugs or something, I don't know. But they say he was going in there and he got shot. So he got shot yeah. for real. He got the shock of his life. Yes, he did. Yes, his hair was standing on end. Um, <laughs> this is a good example of why it's so important to the security of the jail that guards be making proper physical checks. Man, I say fuck that. Electrify the whole ceiling. I see they ah, they going gotta backwards. Gotta stop that quick. They going backwards. Talking about hiring more people, getting more cameras. No, I say you shock them on purpose. You take those things that they use to shock moth, to kill moths and bugs on people's porches. You know those things like hey, them wire things. Yeah, yeah. put them all in the ceiling. And if you touch one, you get lit up like uh, that that video game Operation, where you can't touch the sides or else it shocks. I mean, come on, dog, stop treating these prisoners so nice, man. All right, we got enough nice shit in prison. You got digital cable and DVR. I know some folks can't even afford that. Yeah, electrify the ceiling and see what's up. You're right at what in your head. All right. So anyway, baby, I love you. I love you too, sexy. And you scared me today. No, oh, I love you. Me too. I'm gonna drink more water. I promise you on that. All right. Don't be out there at the church talking in the hot sun. I won't. All right. I'm taking my butt home. Alright, and thank you guys for all your concern on Twitter. Yeah, uh, we love you. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in DAT. And um, I'll email the show at theblackoutotips at gmail. Um, look for us on Facebook, iTunes, or Podomatic by searching for The Black Guy Who Tips. Um, and all of those sites, you can reach us and give us feedback. Um, we really do appreciate it, and we do appreciate all the fans and all the interaction um, online. And uh, until next time, um, you know, I love you. I love you too, sexy. And we are out. Peace. Black hearts on my cardigan At the crib telling your girl that we should order in And tell G to put his feet up on the ottoman We just up against a bunch of rappers I go harder than Damn, I'm so Katrina smarter than a lot of these niggas Swear the coaches brought the starter in Yeah, and I'm the type to tell your daughter things I float high, don't try and cut my water wings I'm still myself Suicide bars, I kill myself Charge it to the game, I feel myself And I don't feel y'all, but I feel myself Antidote, tell him I deserve a muzzle toss I'm rapping like a shepherd with the muzzle off I'm next to blow, pause And I can hear the critics talking over the applause Yeah, I try to tell them future, let them know Send the haters all my love, X and O Got a black box where suggestions go But I don't really give a fuck, it's probably best you know My reality is brighter than your dreams are I got your dream girl riding in your dream car Yeah, and the visual is stunning I hope they document what I'm becoming Congratulations What you want in the water, something I'm at the private airport border, something I see nothing from afar, but I'm far from nothing Put on your poker face, I'll pull your card if you're bluffing But I ain't with the hard talk, I got a monopoly Catch me on my boardwalk Like I said, we pull your card and find out you're a hallmark Just know I'm breaking world records, no false start I don't see your point unless it's gunpoint or something my